Today's sponsor of the show is one of the biggest supporters of the CoreyCast, one of the longest-running sponsors. Our friends at 13 make high-quality apparel that fits just right. I mean, look at this. Are you kidding me? I haven't done any push-ups, and these sleeves are making my biceps pop. Not only do they make like high-quality stuff, but they also are high-quality humans that are behind this product. I love what they put out, and I just love how comfortable all their stuff is. I get so many compliments on the way the shirts and the hoodies fit, and I just I, I just love them. They wanted to extend our friendship to the listeners at home. You can go to their website, thur13en.com, pick out a shirt, a hoodie. Just make sure at checkout you use the code word, Corycast, all one word, C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-T, and you can save yourself a little bit of money. And thank you, 13, for always being a supporter and sponsor of the podcast. Today's guest is my friend, Eli Panichi. I hope I said that right, Eli, and you don't kill me for butchering your name. But Eli started a roofing company called Mellow Roofing, and I really enjoy and appreciate the fact that he kind of looked at Syracuse as a whole and was looking at where he could build a business and where we had opportunities right here in Syracuse. He has now built one of the largest, uh, honestly, I, in my opinion, the most successful roofing company here in Syracuse by just sticking to simple tenants, customer service, answering the phone, and looking for solutions, right? I told the story, and I'm sure you're going to hear it during the podcast, but I was looking for a roofing company to come do a repair job on our old house. And I called four different roofing companies. Two of them never called me back. The other one picked up the phone, said he was going to call me later, and he was in the middle of a job. Never heard back from him. Eli, I was able to get a hold of Mellow Roofing. Immediately, someone picked up the phone, and they had an appointment scheduled where Eli came out literally within two or three days or the following week. He was there to look at the house, gave us an estimate, and uh, really, it seems like a no-brainer, but these kind of things are going to help you win customers time and time again, and him helping me with my small job turned into a much larger job when he had to do uh, my grandmother's house. My grandmother had to do her house her detached two-car garage, and uh, the roof on the pool house. And uh, Eli got that job because of his wonderful customer service. And also just because Eli's like just a great dude. I loved catching up with him and also really learning what it took to grow such a successful business. He definitely has like an entrepreneur sense of mind where he's looking for mentors, he's looking for opportunities to grow. And I think honestly, that is what sets Eli apart from the competition because he's not just looking for the next job. He is also helping customers, but also trying to look at the bigger picture in terms of how he can grow and scale his business in an effective way without dropping those calls. So if you are an entrepreneur, you are going to love this episode because we dived into starting a business and what it's been like. And uh, I'm just glad I had time to sit down with my friend Eli. So without further ado, here is my friend Eli. Eli. 
Eli, you are the owner of Mellow Roofing Company, right? Yep. And how long has that been in business for? Uh, I've been around now for about five years on my own. That's pretty cool. So uh, you were just telling me four years is Mellow, right? Right. And uh, what did you do that year before? Were you working for somebody else? Um, so I actually served in the um, you know United States Army out of high school. Uh, went to Fort Hood, Texas. Um, ended up coming home. Didn't really know what to do. Uh, worked for a company called Armored One locally. They do bulletproof windows, doors, and glass. Whoa. Um, bulletproof windows and glass? Yeah. Geez, is so, there a high demand in Syracuse for bulletproof glass? Uh, they're pretty on like a national level. So oh, they'll go okay. down big schools, New York City, New Jersey, yeah. down in Virginia. They go all over the country. Wow, that's cool. Um, so as far as you know, what I did before, um, I actually went to SU uh, to finish my bachelor's degree because I already had my associates when I got it in the service. Uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I decided to start a company while I was up there. Company started taking off. I did everything. I had a buddy who did HVAC for me. I did landscaping. What was the company? It's called ENS Home Essentials. Oh, so it was so, like a full service, like whatever yep, you need done. Everything, pretty much. So, everything. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So we did roofing, HVAC, plumbing, uh, you name it, kind of thing. So whoa, um, gutting, remodeling, trash. Demo now this work. is when you were serving in the military still. Um, so this was when I just got out. Oh, okay. So, um, you know, at the time I was thinking about being a cop, the world wasn't going the best. So I really didn't want to go that route. Right. Um, and then, you know, ultimately it was just one of those things where I realized that I wanted to kind of hone in on my services. So. Wow. How did you land on a roofing company when you came here? Um, so I was born and raised in, like I said, in the area, I went, um, to H.W. Smith near Lemoyne College over on Clare Road. Um, my parents ended up taking me over to, uh, Baldwinsville in about sixth grade, um, where I graduated from Baker. Um, uh, my grandfather owned quite a few rental properties and some contracting, uh, business, small time, oh. two or three employees himself. So I got to kind of see and be a part of that. Yeah. So I wish I started sooner, but it wasn't the case. But you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. For sure. Especially when you now are running like a really smooth, successful company, you're like, dang, I wish I could have done this sooner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's always twenty twenty. So entrepreneurship is like run in your family's blood. Um, I wouldn't say that. You know, I just think you know I don't come from high end i'm not low end i'm medium class just like the hard work most of my family's been in the service my stepdad was in for 10 years active wow. duty at fort drum um infantry wow. my uncle's in the marines for like 35 years holy cow so most of my family's military background. military base yeah. yeah gotcha uh so you launched this roofing company was it because you saw a need for it in syracuse yeah so pretty much i didn't even ens wasn't in a full 12 months uh, that i ran it it was actually more like half a year i pretty much took everything off a excel sheet i looked at what demanded the most in the market at the time um wow okay so, so what went into analyzing that um it was pretty much just seeing service demand you know what was the most scalable um for me you know we complete most roofs in a day um, obviously, you know, people wise, you know, what could be the most scalable, um, just a couple of those. Move the mic up just a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah there perfect. we go. Yeah. Um, so you went the roofing route because you felt like it was the most scalable. Yeah, I enjoyed it the most. I like fast paced environment. Um, I, you know, siding, you could be there for two weeks to four weeks. You know, it's a long time to be at a person's house. Same with kitchens and bathrooms. And one, like one job yeah. is taking so, that long. Like yeah, that's... I like change of pace, meeting different people. 
kind of moving throughout the you know community a little bit you know i i just like to move along and on to the next thing kind of that's cool and that the the roofing just kind of fit the bill pretty much pretty much yep wow i would have i never would have thought of looking at it from that perspective being like all right i want to start a new business but like i want to find what the need is i just was like i want to jump into real estate because it looks like a cool job i didn't like think like ooh, there's a demand for real estate so how do you like effectively scale your business because that's got to be a tough thing to juggle yeah so we grew really really fast crazy um we went from about 50 roofs to about two 250 all the way up almost to like 500 last year was that your first year from 50 to 250 yeah Wow. Well, how? So we what do you think we quadrupled, then we tripled. That's crazy, dude. So wow. crazy what, growth. What do you think attributed to that? Um, I I really didn't. I mean, hire until I had to. Mm. So you know we, um, you know I was just put the business first. Like I still mm. don't own my own. Like I own income property, but I don't still own my own personal house yet. Mm. Um, I've always just said you know delayed gratification is gonna get you a lot farther than. You know, most Americans is, you know, I want, I want, I want. Now, now, now. Now, now, now. Right. Um, so I'm just delaying, 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 and uh, feeding the beast. Yeah. And that's usually, you know, it's paid off for me. So Wow, dude, that's cool. What? Who would have thought? Yeah. So what do you think, like, really attributed to that, that growth that quick? Or was it just like a, you knew how to scale, or was it because you guys put an emphasis on, like, communicating? Like, what is it at the core? Um, I mean, it, it changes at each level. Ultimately, um, you know, I really dove into, uh, learning from others, of course, out of state, in state, um, people that are willing to talk to me, you know, like one of my mentors, uh, had a $200 million roofing company, um, you know, and they got bought out by private equity. And, you know, that's a guy talking to me at a local low level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people are just open with the internet. Now you can search and find anybody. How did you find that mentor? Um, I mean, I'm involved with like the same thing probably as you are a bunch of total Facebook groups. I go to conferences, I do different things, but you know, most people, they go to these things and they don't actually, you know, do anything with the golden nuggets they get. Yep. Um, that's the like trope of real estate conventions is like you go there to drink and see your friends and mm -hmm. then you use none of it (laughs) in your business. And it's like, why not? Like there's really valuable information that you can take away from it. So you're just using that information and helping you leverage in your business. Pretty much. And, um, you know, to start, I mean, it hasn't been that way this year because I have some awesome employees now. Um, but, you know, to start, I was doing 80 to 100 hours a week. Yeah. But, you know, then again, like, you know, most people don't know this, but uh, I'm thankful for my grandparents. But, you know, they're pretty much like snowbirds, so they're never here. But when I first got home, I lived with them up until last summer. Wow, really? So even though, you know, we we're a multi-million dollar business, I stayed at home. So Right. And you're just trying to just pour whatever you could back into the Pretty company. Much, yeah, cuz I don't have any debt. Everything's paid off right. already. So it's, you know what I mean? I've never been one to like leverage debt, you know, like you see with some of the larger builders or whatever, or they rob Peter to pay Paul. Mm. So everything's free and clear for us. So my biggest expense is marketing and payroll. So Nice. Well, and we'll get into marketing cuz you're really good. I think you're really good in marketing, but I wanted to make sure I told you that uh, I think I told you this a while ago, but when we first needed our roof fix on our sun porch, mm-hmm. I called, I'm not kidding you, four different roofing companies. Two of them never called me back. One of them I got on the phone. He's like, I'm in the middle of a job right now. I'll call you back later tonight. Never heard from that guy. 
called you guys and I literally had an appointment the following week for you mm-hmm. guys to come out and take a look at it. It wasn't right. like immediate next week roof was done, but at least I had right. an appointment. I had something set and that was the day that we, I think you and I put it on the calendar, like literally yeah. that day or maybe the next day it was right. on the calendar. So I think just being that receptive. I think it's very simple. Responding, right? Like there's, I wonder how much other business these people left on the table that they could have had before. You have to have people that care too. Right, right. You know. And how, how do you find the people that care? You go through, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be honest. I mean, most people today, they have a high turnover rate. Even construction has a high turnover rate. I've fired more people than I've hired. Yeah. Just because if they don't fit the bill, I don't want them around. Right. Um, you know, you, you learn as you go. I'm still learning. It's not like when you open a business in New York State, they're like, here's our handbook. Yeah, there is no we're, handbook. We're going to send you for a four-week course. <laughs> no, so, they're not doing that. No. They're like, give me the money. See you later. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, it's it's, yeah. it's easy pickings for them because yeah. you're an easy target. You know, you don't know the rules. You don't know what's supposed to happen. Right. Um, so there has been, you know, trial and tribulation with that much growth. But, you know, we've gotten through it and we're fighting through it. And uh, it's paid off and it's been very successful. And we're going to look to grow as we just purchased our first building. So That's cool. And wh- where's the building at? Uh, it is 209 Factory Ave in Syracuse across the street from Erie Materials. So. Oh, that's cool. Is that are you? Do you get your stuff from Erie Materials? I do. Oh, okay. So. Why, dude, how convenient is that? Super convenient. Was it literally you were interested in that spot because of the convenience next to uh, um, Erie? I mean, we have just been looking, you know, like I, I took two years before I started in a backyard. So I took two years before I actually leased my first uh, place. Whoa. So um, I pretty much just had a white giant tent, and I was grabbing and going out of a backyard. Really? Dude, that's cool. You did that for two years? Yep. Wow, that is wild. You're running the entire company out of a white tent. Yeah, out of my grandparents' house. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. So, So like, it's your job has got to be like super intense spring, summer, fall, and then winter is like kind of chill. Yeah, I mean, the last few years we've been pretty fortunate with, uh, you know, going into, I'd like to say, you know, almost Christmas Eve because winters have been being less and less on this year. So, but ultimately, um, I really just think uh, it is tough during the winter. But I mean, you really got two or three down months now. Yeah, you know, and. Most people, if you can budget, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually don't lay anybody off. I keep everybody on all winter long. Oh, you do? Yep. Even though there's no jobs going on, yep. you still keep them on? For growth. Wow. So. That's cool. Well, because that that's showing that you're taking care of these people, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like when you are doing your budget, you're planning for those two months of yep. probably no jobs, probably no bids to give out, no. but we well, still need to have the money give allocated. Out, we give out bids, but you know... You, um, we look at sign contracts as different, you know, you, a sale is a sale, but ultimately you're not making money until you complete the job. Right. So, right. Because there's a deposit up front, but there's no, right. Like... Yeah. And then everybody ranges on deposits. I mean, we do as low as 500 bucks down the rest upon completion. Some people want 50%, you know, yep. if they want anything over 50, I usually say stay away from that a little bit, but, um, we're a larger outfit, so we could take less down. I think zero down is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but you don't know. you want something locked in? You're like, you, you do. You especially do. Especially when you're New doing York all this legally work. Legally requires you to have at least a dollar exchange for that contract to bind. Oh. So okay. we actually won't move people into any sort of production unless we're like really, really close with you and you're, you know, somebody like yourself um, to move forward on a project just because legally. 
Yeah, right. Because I mean, you're, you're we're not corporate now. by any means, but yeah. you know, we deal with a lot of people every day. And you know, when you're first growing, you deal with so many different aspects of life. Yeah, because you're taking everything, even some things you shouldn't, as far as business goes and right. customers. Now we're uh, to a point where I'm not saying we're picky, but you know, we really like to pre-qualify to make sure you're the right fit for us and we're the right fit for you because mm-hmm. you can waste a lot of time. Um, roofing is kind of a dinosaur. I still don't know why free estimates are kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, even for real estate agents, you guys have got more picky with, Hey, I need a pre-qualification, mm-hmm. you know, cause right. you can't just show up and say, Oh, I got the money and you don't. Right. right. We need so, a little more substance. It's also, it's like a weird job real estate because it's like, I could do all of this work. Mm -hmm. and not get paid at the end in case something falls through, somebody loses a job. And there's like, I can't think of any other job that's like, you do all this work and then Mm -hmm. if they don't show for it, then you're like, well, I can't take these people to court. Like, I'm going to sue somebody who doesn't have money. Like, where's that going to go? And like, it just turns into a headache. It's a weird job type. And with you, it's like, what if you get to the point where you complete the job and they still owe you like $9,000 to finish the job? Do you have to take them to basically claims court or do you put a lien against them? I mean, I think everybody tries to settle things before it goes that route. Yeah, right. You know, we're very reasonable. Uh, We don't, you know, we're professional. We don't get nasty with people. But ultimately, a lot of people, you know, it says do upon completion. That's how it is unless you're going through some you know, grant companies such as like home headquarters or financing and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we have gone that route to where, you know, we've had to put a lien on a home, Yeah, right. you know, and then of right. course they want to pay and get it released and we don't yep. want to. I mean, we're yeah. really, really lenient, too lenient. And now we're getting more strict because, right. you know, we have in-house accounting and a third party account in. And, right. Um, well, it's also something to be said too, because it's like, it's a job where you're like, you're spending so much money on materials, like mm-hmm. the, the sheer amount of money just in materials alone. Yeah. I mean, what is that budget compared to payroll? That's got to be yeah. like the balance has got to be skewed heavily towards yeah, materials, I mean, right? Um, you know, we, I mean, we do, we do a lot. I mean, let's just figure every roof is 12 to 15 K yep. almost by 500 roofs. I mean, you do the math. Yeah. Right. Numbers, but yeah, for sure. Lot. Dude, it's that's a lot. a lot that you see. And from growing, like one thing that I've always been impressed with you, Eli, is like your marketing, like how have you leveraged marketing to grow the business? Um, I mean, you're starting to see it more this year because we have quite a few copycats going on out there. <laughs> the but, plane, um, dude. I don't see anybody. Nobody, no, nobody did the, that one. Um, <laughs> the plane and the banner yeah. at the, was it one Shania of the shows? Twine, yeah, the dude, that was a genius <laughs> idea, dude. Yeah, I mean, um, we just we just want to be different, you know. So I always tell people, uh, you know, like we just messaged for jokes the other day another competitor, and I said I'd love to see you guys copying, you know, because literally things per line item were being taken from our quote. But I pretty much said, good luck. Yeah. I hope you can keep up. Yeah. Because we're competitive, and um, that's the thing. We're just, you know, we're just classy about it. But I don't know. It's just easy to me. It's. You got a budget, and you know you got to be unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How how do you be unique? Like what what kind of things? Uh, have you, you just got to be different, you know. So like uh, last year, I mean, for the years prior, it was pretty much you know let's say uh, roofing guys, us, and maybe Vanderhoof for billboards. You go on the highway now, there might be twelve roofers. Yeah, yeah, it's getting out of control. Yeah, for sure, right? You know, uh, last year we were one of the first to uh, you know blanket yard signs. Mm. Now earlier this spring, you saw a lot of yard signs out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to one stop sign. I think there was eight roofers at a stop sign. What? Dude, that's hilarious. Oh so, my god, that's so funny. But you know, the good thing, and people are always like, "Oh, pollution." Well, ours actually gets 
stolen. So, you know, <laughs> it's not polluting because ours are getting taken and everybody else stays. So, Who's stealing the sign? What are you doing with the sign? I'm not going to throw out names because uh, we actually did do GPS trackers. We put the air tags in a few. Did you? Swear. Oh swear. My God. That's so, hilarious, dude. Um, oh. We did catch a few. Um, you know, I had one of my but, real estate signs get stolen. Yeah. I had a house uh, in Eastwood, and the sign just, I went to go, uh, we were closing, and I drove by to go grab the sign. I'm like, mm. it's gone. Who took the sign? And I was thinking, like, I think they probably just wanted it because you have the nice metal, metal, right? Yep, scrap metal. That's what I was thinking that somebody yeah. stole it from. Now it wasn't. It's not like uh, this the stake in signs yeah. that you have. That's like Cheap. it's plastic. What are you gonna do with that thing? Yeah. What are you doing with that thing? Yep. So you know. So every year you're trying to do something like, different. different with your marketing, you know, and just wait till next year. You know. Has I there been people, something that's been the most successful that you guys did? No, I think it's being the most well-rounded. Yeah. You know, we are the most well-rounded company out there in every aspect. I don't think we're we're getting close to I feel where it's saturated, um, but ultimately, I really. I think there's more out there, you know. Yeah. And I'm young. I just turned 28, so. You're 28. Yeah. Damn. So. I mean that in a good way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I look old. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> stress. Um, I thought you were 45. Yeah, no, it's I'm the hairline. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Ultimately, I think um, you know times are gonna turn. You know, most people my age aren't getting into construction. Yep. Thousand you know, percent. Um, there's a lot of older dogs out there. Like I said, back to the estimate things. I mean, if you call an HVAC guy on a weekend, you're getting charged two fifty at least just to come out. Yeah. You know, so I kind of think the same way. I mean, everything keeps going up. Unfortunately, it's just the mm. way of the land. But um, roofing's not getting any cheaper either. It's yeah. just the product. Right. I mean, you know, there's the main uh, multi-billion-dollar corporations, and you know, it's uh, it's mixed with asphalt. Gas goes up, roofing goes up. Yep. Right. And. Um, it's easy pickings for them because there's, you know, maybe four major major ball players in the whole U.S. or the yeah, whole world, so right. they control and it's, it. But what I like is like you guys are thinking outside the box and also yep. just like still keeping it to like like returning a phone call is super basic, right? Mm-hmm. But like think, there's but other people, people dropping the ball. Yeah, yeah. There's there's people dropping the ball, so they fumble the ball the ball, and you guys pick up my house and my grandma's house yeah, right my grandma's so sweet dude loved she loved her. you she loved you she was like i think the owner came to my house and yeah, oh he's end, so yeah. nice he's a nice guy he stopped by to her. make sure the job was good oh he was so nice <laughs> <laughs> i liked her a lot yeah she like, she's the, the sweetest yeah everybody says that about her she's just a sweet old lady that's <laughs> yeah, a nice property it's it's really cool it used to be um smith road elementary all of that used to be farmland mm-hmm. and my parent my grandparents house was the farm uh house that was on the the land so my grandparents house was built in like i'm not kidding like 1850 wow. and my uncle is confident that there's somewhere where there's a picture floating around where it was a dirt road before hamilton was even an asphalt road wow. of like Minutemen walking by but i don't know if that's i've never saw that picture so i don't know if that's fake hmm. news or not but i know my grandparents house is really old really wow. old um and they just done a good job taking care of it for so long for sure i mean they my grandfather bought that uh in a foreclosing process back in 91 i was like just a one-year-old baby when my grandfather bought that place specifically for the garage because he was a carpenter mm-hmm. he wanted that two-car garage as, as his space so you never know, like, when a job, like, you guys did a small repair job yep. for my wife and I, and then the second my grandma said that she wanted somebody, I was like, 
you I'll call Eli. I'll I'll get him over here and we'll get you a good quote. We'll get you get you yeah. running with a new roof. So you never know. Like you fumble the bag, and you end up picking up a a, a much bigger job than my small little sun porch right. was. You know. Yeah, well, yours is still a long-term play, too. Eventually, yeah. your whole roof has to get done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so. the fact that you're responsive, you're the only one that called. My uncle went through the same thing, right? So my uncle was like, let's call a couple other roofing companies. And yeah. I go, okay, I'll, I'll let you call them, right? Because I was like, <laughs> you already I knew. already knew. <laughs> I knew the issue. I was like, I'll call Eli. I'll, I'll get him a quote. And what happened? You guys were out there like next week, got us a quote. And my uncle was like, I can't get anybody to call me back. He's like, I can't, I can't get anyone to call me back. I can't get anyone to pick up the phone. And I go, I guess we got to go with Eli then, right? <laughs> I was like, go ahead, you call. You yeah. go ahead and call. That's fine with me. <laughs> and uh, so now you're looking towards this next year of growing, right? Uh-huh. 2024. What do you plan on doing uh, differently with your marketing? Anything? Or are you keeping it under your hat? Um, well, this year, we pretty much stayed the same. Um, just didn't really have to pay for anything. Because um, we planned on doubling originally. Uh, I actually fired half my staff this spring. Oh wow! So we had major turnover, but the we just had turmoil. One bad apple spoils the bunch. Yep. I didn't want that around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good people just wrong time, wrong pass kind of thing. And uh, ultimately, it is my baby, but it is a business, and I just can't have it. You know, we've built such a good thing, and you know, I look at some other local companies. Like I said, I won't say names again, but it's like. You know, if they treated certain things better, they could have been around for 40 or 50 years. Right. And instead, some people's doors are closing at 18 to 22. Yeah, you right. Know, it's like, what do you want? And, you know, we want to be around for a long time. So Now, how do you determine, like, what is a cultural fit for yeah. Mellow Roofing? Um, I mean, you got to be passionate. You got to care. You know, uh, customer commitment is huge. Um you know, overall, you just know, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a vibe, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's tough. You know, to, Cause it's like, you want to create the culture that you want. And then when people yeah. like, I asked you that question cause it's kind of poignant. Like, well, how do you do it? And it's, it's really hard because it you're is. like, I don't know when someone's a, a shithead, <laughs> like yeah, I don't I want mean, them around. <laughs> I mean, we got the old school basic mentalities, you know, you, you, you can't communicate, you know, uh, you you just don't show up on time. Just little things that just add up. Yeah. And ultimately, uh, I pay my people very well, so I just don't put up with it. And yeah. You can only sit somebody down and have conversations about what's going on in their life so many times yeah. before you kind of got to you know, hit the nail on the head or people going down the wrong path, you mm-hmm. know. And luckily, you know, people think of roofers and it's like, oh, drug addicts and yada, yada. That's not us. So mm-hmm. I like to tell people we're the new school of roofing. So. Yeah, that's a... That's the uh, old joke. There's a picture I always think of uh, with Justin Bieber, and he was looking like wicked rough, right? And it said, uh, Justin Bieber looks like a roofer that you just paid money mm-hmm. and he disappears for two weeks. You never hear anything from him. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I don't know why Like that's a general idea with roofers. Like why? I think it just used to be the thing. I mean, times are definitely changing. I'm sure more people notice the, uh, you know, the uh, Ecuadorian labor force is here, and that's active. Um, you know, pretty much how down south used to be, mm-hmm. and people are used to that with, you know, just the Spanish community. Uh, that's starting to happen. The last three years, it's significantly grown here. I mean, I just saw a painting uh, Spanish crew from Delaware the other day. Whoa. Um, so times are changing where, you know, the workforce is changing, and, you know, the American it's, workforce is just You call it what, a new wave? 
Or new age. Yeah, new age, new wave, whatever you want to call it, you know. But, you know, people can either adapt to it or get with it, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And it's, you were, you mentioned earlier that it was like, it's like this connotate older guys, rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. And now you have something new that's refreshing. You have a young guy yeah. building a company who like answers his phone, checks in on clients after the job is done. And it's like, yeah. it's this new uh, breath of fresh air. You know, yeah. what do you think is like the average age of a roofer? Do you think average age of a roofer? Oof. Do you think it's like like fifties? I, I it's either fifties or sixties. Right. So in my job, same thing. It, average age is like fifty six years yeah. old. So it's like you have me, thirty one years old. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a different kind of vibe, right? Because it's a it's a newer crop of people joining in. Do you think there's less people getting into roofing now? Hmm. I think it's more competitive because you have the Ecuadorian uh, labor force. So it's easy because um, a lot of people don't know this and they have a misconstrued idea of what it is. But pretty much um, Spanish crews, you usually could tell it's usually a van of some sorts, bunch of ladders on it and the wheelbarrows, right? Mm. So um, they actually, 99.9% of them carry their own workers' comp, their own general liability, they're their own entity. Oh, so, so you subcontract? So some subcontract. We have both subcontractors and in-house. So, nice. So we have both. Okay. Um, but some people think, you know, you can't really quality control it or whatever, or you can't manage it, but that's not the case. And um, But ultimately, you know, a lot of people use that now because, you know, that out-of-shape roofing owner that maybe is 300 pounds. Bad uh, knees. All he has to do is call, and now he has a company you know yeah. spanish working force but right. at the same time that 300 you know pound guy or whatever that old roofer uh, owner he still doesn't know the basics answering phones yada yada yeah. customer service right so he gets a little more piece of the pie but it's small it's peanuts you know right because he's not following up he's not being <laughs> yeah diligent. he's, he's yeah. not you know um with the program so to speak so right. uh not with the new age so it, it all dies off eventually what kind of new technology is coming into your space that like we wouldn't even realize mm. i mean i know people are starting to see a lot of more drone work mm. so that's been on the up and coming like drone work as in like photos or like videos photos yeah. um you guys use it all the time now in real yeah, estate sure. um our, like i said our our space is really still a, uh, and you know just ancient so mm. there's not too much new stuff i mean you know they got different types of you know shingles now you know 40 50 i don't really believe in 50 uh you know they have composite metal shingles they have um you know hard plastic um shingles that pretty much like with heat, it will heal the shingle, like mm-hmm. if it gets blasted by hail. Oh, I mean, interesting. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of interesting things, but everybody's testing. Everybody's testing. Nobody, so it's, yeah. It's not like it's a solidified thing that we really should bring to the market, almost like 4G and 5G kind of thing yet. Yeah, right. Um, but it's, you know, it's you know, it's fixed, you know, broken kind of thing. You know? Yeah. Um, pretty much just really just do the basics and... I mean, I still see you guys got a bunch of paper and manila folders, yep. and that stuff still works. I mean, yeah. I was in a FedEx late last year distribution center. It was like I was stuck in the 1975. Yeah. And it, well, it what works. Made just all the paper everywhere? Just all the paper, you know, even the office. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the, you know, phone machines, copy machines, you know, just the, you know, the computer management systems that they had. But it works. Great black and green writing. It works, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, this is running on Windows 98. Jesus. Pretty much. Well, that's like, so my, with uh, my real estate business, not this new position I was I was always paperless. If I was doing mm-hmm. a contract or signing a form, 
I'm usually not having you sign something paper. It's like I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna send something doctor sign. Mm-hmm. I want to save trees, but now I'm in this management position. There are some things that I'm like, yeah, I yeah. need to have printed out. I need to have just to help me from a organization standpoint. I feel like if you just have a practice and continue to do that practice, the system works. If it works for you, right. works for you. You're, if you were sitting in my shoes, you might have a totally different system, but yeah. if you are consistent with it, then you'll make it work, right? No matter if it's for Windows 98 you're using or uh, the newest one, you know, like, it's it's wild. Uh, what, how did you even, like, come up with Mellow Roofing? Because that is not, Mellow is not in your name at all. No. <laughs> so, so some people call me Mr. Mellow as, like, a joke. Uh, yeah. That's sticking with me. Um, Carmelo Anthony. So, oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, I love that. I was up late one late night with my roommate, and uh, I was just like, "Mel roofing, that's it." And uh, were you spitballing other ideas? Uh not that I remember. Yeah, it's kind of a blur. Oh yeah, it was f- four years ago. Four or five, yeah. Four or five years ago, yeah. and spur of the moment, like just trying to come up with ideas. Yeah, we we're coming up with different names. I mean, we I knew. You know, I wanted to niche down to roofing, but I just didn't know name wise at the time. But and then it was just like boom. Once you had the name and you knew it was gonna stick, yeah. what were the next steps? Where is it like, all right, let's go get a logo done up, or was it like, let's register as a business? <sighs> I mean, I really, it is kind of a blur. I'm not gonna lie. That's amazing. It's because it's you were at a full ten all the time, and yeah. you're like, I don't remember, dude. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't. I mean, obviously, you know, our logo stands out. Um, you know that that was uh, done for free by a local guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. And now he charges. Yeah. Because he's like, man, I should have charged for that. He's like, I that was got to be my. <laughs> successful logo <laughs> and now he charges yeah. um but yeah i don't know i mean of course you go get a website and you do the basics but it's just i don't know just hit the ground running do you do a lot on social media not really um we've tried bringing it in house we let a few people go um you know i did a lot of it last year like i think i still ended up posting like 250 projects myself last year but personally not right now mm-hmm. i want to bring it in house but we're working on it just, trying to find the right fit for somebody to take over the social media yeah i mean well we have it mixed into you know a marketing role um cuz i still handle all my marketing mm-hmm. um, cuz people are always like who does it who does it and me so would you rather have that passed off to somebody um or do you like controlling the marketing? I enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I mean, you're spending money, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, you're spending money, but it's like tactile spending. Yeah. Um, no, I enjoy it. I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I just, it's, it's tough. It's not really a full round year position right now. Mm-hmm. Right. It's one of those positions that is, you know, it's like, okay, you're prepping for next year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're paying for it ahead of time or vice versa, I mean, that's already done with it. So you don't have to touch it again. Mm-hmm. It's just set for the season. Right. So usually it's it could be, you know, like two to three months span and then the rest of the year set other than social media kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And when you are, do you like, you're saying set for the rest of the year, do you like schedule the posts? Is that what you're saying? Well, I just mean like schedule the marketing, you know, I mean, most, you, you start, you know, on a like month to month basis with marketing. And then eventually it's like, when you get large enough, it's like you're already pre booking year mm-hmm. out on marketing, whether it's billboards or whatever. Cause all that stuff books up. Yeah. Cause you're competing with the national companies, the burn, you know, in the large, large outfits like the burn dairies and right. the Harley Davidson's and 
you know, all the liquor companies and the, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, they book stuff years in advance because right. they have the money for it. Right, right. So you're competing in that space. Yeah, right, right. So. And then especially when those players have so much money. Mm-hmm. They got so much money to, like, play with. It's a little bit harder to, to keep yeah. up because you're not, you're not scaled on a burned dairy level. No. You know, like... You'll get there though, right? No. Like that's the goals, yeah. right? The scale. We are doing his daughter's house. Are you really? Yeah, dude, that's nice. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Dude, you locked that so, in. That's we great. Did. So, so okay, so what do you think attributed to opening that door? Um, taking care of people. It's like every everything's playing its course. You know, what I mean, you do the basics, but you got to stay on the basics. It's just what. And for you, what what is the basics? Just um, answering the phone, or like I mean, what is, yeah, I mean, you know, customer service, people, um, you know, do, doing the right things, you know, uh, customer surveys and feedback from your homeowners and because uh, we primarily are just in the residential space. We work with a few builders. Um, and it's also not just like but doing, like getting a survey is one thing, but like yeah, changing acting, your business pr- and acting yeah, upon, upon that is it, big. You know, if somebody has an issue, how are you addressing it? I mean, you can't bend over backwards for everybody, but you could certainly try. You know, mm-hmm. it is taxing. It does age you. It just you deal with so many people, and you know, Amazon kind of ruined that for us because you get things next day. Mm, right. You know, and that's just not the reality of a small business. You're just yeah. You know, they have endless funds. It's yeah. just not where we're at. Not applicable. Yeah. No. What do you think you guys do really well? Like, like this is your chance to brag. What do you think you guys do the best? I mean, I, I really try not to brag too much because I just don't. Yeah. You know, I just. Um, well, here's your opportunity, dude. Like, what do you what do you guys think you do really well? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, no, I mean seriously, I, I, I do. You know, it's just, um, you know, a lot a lot of people are spin off. So like, so top tier. He used to be an installer for the roofing guys. Uh, you know, Forte. They used to be brothers. They had. A, company together oh nice um you know you've been in this circle for a hot minute dude yeah you start to figure out everybody yeah right you know um so are there like big roofing conventions where you're like bumping in these guys all the time no to be honest i always tell people what's happening here is not the standard mm-hmm. um yep. you know so i go elsewhere um all the time i mean i'm flying out to another company at the end of this month so. oh for doing what uh, i shadow i i go do it all. oh really yeah it's like my school so you're gonna shadow another roofing company or yeah, an entrepreneur no, i'll shoot another roofing company i do both i mean uh, i just saw a 20 million dollar hvac company out in albany i saw a 15 million dollar roofing company out there Whoa. okay so um, when you set these up this just opened up a whole nother thing yep. this is cool that you do this i didn't even know that yeah so like when you reach out to these companies they're usually like yeah come on we'll we'll show you what's up it has to be a fluid guy you know what i mean it's um because ultimately i'm never going to let's say nebraska for roofing and personally i'm not going out to albany or wherever else like i just don't want that headache you know yeah. we might be i mean we service all the way to new hartford all the way out to like seneca lake right now mm-hmm. um down in the ithaca but but you don't want to branch out to but like i'm not you rochester know and, i do like rochester but that's for another yeah. story oh okay another story yeah um, so you go to these people and you're just yeah. like let me just shadow you oh you know you meet you agree you know you're not really like you know you're just like hey you're at a different level than i'm at i'd like to get to your level kind of thing you know uh, do you mind if I come ask you some questions maybe stay you know like one 
guy. They were super nice, but then they paid for my stay and you know Whoa. paid for my dinners and yada yada. So Whoa, that's some cool. people are super nice, you know. Yeah. It's just but also what you're doing. Dude, I mean, it's a billion dollar industry. People don't realize. Yeah. So you're like making this really cool spider web, right? Mm-hmm. Like this effect where it's like you're learning all these cool different techniques from people who are like successful at what yeah. they do because that's that's what you're targeting, right? Is these successful businesses? Pretty much, yeah. Successful. I mean. What do you look for when you're trying to find a a business, the shadow? I mean, you know, a level-headed owner, which I think I'm level-headed. So, you know, somebody who's open and willing uh, to teach, learn, spend time with me. Um, You know, somebody that's humble. Um, You know, usually somebody that's – I want to avoid the speed bumps. Yeah. Do you interview these guys before you – like commit to driving out there or flying out there um usually we're talking months years in advance oh and then it's kind of just like we're at the point where it's wow. like i'd love to come see your facility see your team you know yeah um and that's yeah it's very surprising to me um not everybody's open though right but i also especially local especially yeah especially <laughs> local right because they want to keep it locked down yeah but what's surprising to me is there's so many people that are like willing to like teach you stuff and show you like there's literally the same opportunity and people that I've met is from uh, my good friend Frank has put me in connections with different people Mm. in the real estate world and just through those connections alone it's like even just like spending an hour doing this on mic off mic whatever like they're always so welcoming and warming it always surprises me when I'm like when I come from a point of view where I'm like look I'm doing real estate I don't know what I'm doing you have time to chat and help me learn a little bit more about your business Dude, nine times out of ten, people are like, I would love that. Why don't you come in Friday at noon? Well, there's a, there's a lot of money, too, in the, you know, not that everybody, I mean, there's some, some guys that do it for free, but then coaching, coaching is huge. Oh, uh, yeah, that's you know. big in real estate. World. Yeah. Is so, there, like, coaching in the roofing Yeah, world? it's starting to get big. I mean, people charge big money, you know. Yeah. I mean, consulting, coaching, same, same, um, you know, strategy, you know, analysis, guys. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of money in it, I mean. Um, you know, we, that's not your cup of tea though. Not really. Yeah. You know, I, I personally, I've always had this expression. It's, um, it's easier for the, you know, to steal from, uh, another contractor than it is a homeowner. Mm-hmm. And what I kind of mean by that is, um, if I'm another contractor that wants to grow my business and you're my consultant, I want to give you money cause I want to grow, grow, grow. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you have blinders on sometimes yep. and then. Versus a homeowner, you know, they could see they're protecting their nest egg. Yep. So yep. Um, a lot of these guys that grow fast and they become successful, it's just like they're taking anybody and everybody. Because mm-hmm. uh, the statistics on people that actually have a business over like a million is far few and in between. Yeah. So there's always that people that are just starting, you know. A spinoff or whatever, because um, I mean, there's another spinoff off the company I saw in Albany. They're in Utica now, so I mean, it's like somebody always thinks like I can do this, I can do this, but mm. sometimes it's just not the case, right? You know, whether it's a sales guy that wants to leave and go start his own, or you know, whatever you see it all the time. You know, right. I'm sure you've seen at some point or another people try to start their own brokerage. Yep, you know? absolutely, yeah, it happens, and that's like and sometimes uh, it's successful and sometimes it's not. Right, it just it's the it's the personality I think is what makes it work or not, yeah. and uh, the person's drive also too. It's just like, do you want to make this work, especially in real estate because it's a world where it's an eat what you kill kind of business, right? Like if mm-hmm. you want to chill in your underwear at home, you totally can, but you're gonna miss out sales that day, and it's um, 
especially when you're opening up a, your own brokerage, it's like hypersensitive, right? Because not only are you, you still need to make sales, mm-hmm. but you also have to recruit agents. You also have to make sure the business, you still have to uh, make sure you're following legal procedures and fair housing laws. So there's like a lot of moving parts. And I, I it's a large pizza to come at and try to eat, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just like any business. It's like some people are going to do really good with their personalities. Other people are just going to fail just because they don't have the drive or the ambition of wanting to go out and learn more things from other people who've done it more successfully. Mm-hmm. Have you had people come to you and like want to learn more from you? Yeah. So we've started to get into that, you know, where people want to come to us. Like I said, I'm not, you know, other businesses. Sure. But I'm pretty private, you know, yeah. I just, I just, uh, stick to my little self and I just want people to talk about me and yeah, I don't need to talk about myself. Yeah. So. You, you would rather though, you do enjoy like, taking someone under your wing and kind of showing them the process and stuff that you do? No, I don't think I'm really the best teacher. Um, you know, I'm more of just like a, a student. Yeah. Yeah. But student, but I'm, I'm more of the visionary, you know, mm-hmm. I want to go, go, go. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not really, I guess the best, like a uh, integrator or implementer, so mm-hmm. to speak. Well, but, I don't know about but that. Right dude, now I ha- well, yeah, I mean, you've got a very successful be, business. I have to be a little bit of both right now, yeah. but you know, for the future, you know, you never know. Yeah. So what is, uh, we'll say first we'll go five year. What's your five year plan with Mello? I used to say I could see it and now I don't. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And that's fine. You don't have to know. I'm just interested uh, to know, like sometimes people have like, I mean my original plan. So my one main, main mentor, he passed away earlier this year, plane accident, private plane. Oh, so he had a partner, um, they were trying to be one of the first billion-dollar roofing companies, residential space. Whoa. So they were just buying and acquiring, buying and acquiring. Um, we were going to be looked at uh, once we hit the uh, $10 million mark, which mm-hmm. we were very close. Oh, wow. So um, what ended up happening is, you know, kind of just I fired everybody. That happened earlier this year. We went for more like we're going to look before we grow again that big because you have a lot of. You know, no pressure, no diamonds when you grow three yeah. X in a year. Yeah. Um, so we're looking for more right people, right seats this year and we're on we're literally like one or two people away from just locking this area down. So, wow, that's crazy. Um but yeah. That's close, dude. You're like one or two people, that's like within yeah, take, you could smell it. Yeah. <laughs> we we feel it. Yeah. We feel it. Yeah. So um we're excited. What but, about tenure? What do you want to do with tenure? Well, even even five year, I just don't, I just don't know. I'm just so young, you know. And I'm, uh, you know, private equity is getting, and I know it's in your space now. Mm-hmm. It's coming in the HVAC world. It's coming in the roofing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, you know, offers have been on the table. That doesn't really, you know, bother me. In New York, you get cut at half almost. So yeah, you know, it'd have to be an absurd amount. Uh, some other local guys have been trying to sell for a while. Nobody's gonna pay that amount. It's yeah. just not happening. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I, I don't know yet. I don't know. I mean, I'm getting into real estate. That's been fun. Nice. So like uh, buying up investment properties and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, getting into investment properties. Um, you know, we might be getting into some big multifamily. Nice. What um, agent are you working with? Uh, we're doing all off market stuff. Oh, nice. No agents. Nice. Even better than you get, so, get uh, a good deal and you also get a handshake deal, right? 
Yeah, I mean, we still have to deal with attorneys and yada yada, but um, most of my stuff's been off market thus far. Um, but they're always, I do have a few, you know, I have my main bunch, so. Yeah. And uh, so you do multifamilies and like any commercial store? Um, not really. I think commercial space is dying, mm-hmm. uh, unless you're owner occupying right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of empty properties in the next 10 years. I'm very curious to see how the office world shakes down. I think you're going to see like a lot of more buildings? conversions yeah. uh, into multifamily if there's the parking space and the zoning allows it. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I learned fast is it's better just to buy something that's already pre-zoned for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get in the storage facility space, which is almost capped out here. Obviously, BNC oh, yeah. practically runs the Pack market. Pack just opened up another one that's yep. right in Liverpool, too. <clears throat> yeah, Wetzel there. So yep. um, I I know the, the lender that did that loan, so I got to talk about that with them. So that was cool. Dude, what I appreciate about you is like you're not afraid to like like reach out and talk to these people yeah. when you want to learn something. That's not a a, <clears throat> a trait most people have. Well, I just um there's so many ways to do things. Right. So so many ways. And I don't think there's a right or a wrong. It's just which way do you want to do it? Because you're, you're gonna hit speed bumps no matter what. Just, right. Yeah. And it's cool though. It's like sometimes when when people hit the speed bump though, they just kind of like go off the rails or they kind of don't pick up the pieces. Like what I appreciate about you is like, yeah, you're gonna hit speed bumps, but like I'm gonna, gonna go, go talk on. to that NASCAR driver to figure out why he doesn't have speed bumps. Do you know right. what I mean? Which is like something that I uh, appreciate that you do with your job because I don't think many people are doing that in their entrepreneurial space. Do you know whether it's yeah. real estate or roofing or HVAC or in a more secluded environment now, you know, COVID happened. Yeah. People are just by themselves. We barely ever get together anymore. Right. Um, that's just kind of where we're at as a society. You know, you see less and less kids playing outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember growing up and it was just like, we still had kids everywhere and I'm young. You know, I, I think we grew up in this Goldilocks age, right? Like yeah. we still had some technology, right? Like mm-hmm. I still had, um, I remember playing Diablo two on my computer with the internet, but it wasn't like this addictive prowl over me. It was mm-hmm. like, all right, I played Diablo for a bit. Now I want to go run out and go play with my friends. Now it just seems like it's a chokehold and maybe not video games, but just like social media in general or tablets or yep. whatever other entertainment device. And, and we like got to find our friends from riding the bikes to the street being like, Look, there are five bikes in front of Eli's house. Everybody's in Eli's house. Let's go and hang out. And I just don't know if that happens too much. No, times are changing. And, uh, you know, ultimately it's easier if you're out to dinner, like your kid's crying, give him a tablet. And that's what you see. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty. You know, it's, um, Especially and, when he's causing a scene. You're like, yeah. I'll let you watch Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. And it's <laughs> um, it, it's just tough. It really is. I don't, I don't know. I don't like it, but it's. What yeah. are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? It's what I always enjoyed um, about you as a as a business owner is the fact that you look at your business with an open mind, and I think uh, that is a big reason why you're so successful in the space that you are because you're looking at things with an open perspective on things and like that mentor thing, dude. Like just having a mentor, not many people yeah. have that. I like I have a few that are like for different aspects. It's like, I have a mentor, a business mentor. I have like a martial arts mentor, you know, I have like different people in that space who, Mm -hmm. who are mentors in that regard. 
But it's nice to have somebody to bounce ideas off of. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And right now, I I uh, don't have anybody, so that's why this year's kind of been astray. But not really. We've grown, but just not grown the way we have the last two, three years. Like we're gonna do more than we did last year, a little bit over. But um, ultimately, with a downed economy, I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, people overspent the last few yeah. years, and. Yeah. Uh, I even heard a statistic that all the manufacturers and roofing were down. I think it was 14% on products shipped this year. Wow. So if I'm doing a little bit more last year, it means we're honing in on the space. Yeah. So um, it'll bounce back. So Now, if you had a magic wand, you could change anything, maybe about mm-hmm. your business or about uh, roofing in general, what would it be? Change anything like this, snap of your finger. Mm-hmm. I don't say New York taxes, but... Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, that can count. Dude, yeah. that can count. Yeah. I would say that one, but ultimately, I don't know what I would change. Um, you know, ultimately, the success of a business or the failure is usually on the owner. It all falls on us. Mm-hmm. So if we're not where we want to be yet, we got to look within. Yeah. And figure out why it's not being successful. Yeah. Or, you know, just give more effort usually effort and output is a direct correlation of what is going entrepreneurship on. 101 right yeah. the more effort you put in the the, the more results most you'll of the time yeah. Mo- yeah most of the time as long as your, your energy is put in the right right yeah focus, right um last question i have what is your best piece of advice you would give somebody who's trying to start a business right now tough I stumped them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. there's so many things. Yeah, I mean, you can make a list, but um, ultimately just really, really look at um, is this something you want to do? Because, I mean, it's like it's like a, it's a roller coaster like real estate. It's like going to heaven and going to hell and mm-hmm. going to heaven and going to hell. Yeah. And there's a, uh, what's that saying is, uh, it's, uh, the entrepreneur is somebody who left a 40 hour work week to work an 80 hour work yeah, week. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> and it gets better over time, but no matter what, whether you have somebody that runs your business for you, if that person decides to go, you're always pulled back in. So you're hipped until the day you decide to shut the doors. It's taxing. So, mm-hmm. um, I've noticed that, you know, the last few years I like really had to like, take a second earlier this year to just chill a little bit but it's one of the reasons why we're not probably killing killing it you know what i mean um slow gro- but dude you're still what did you say you doubled business from last year like that's still uh triple triple dude yeah. oh, sorry tripled like that's yeah. impressive dude you're like we slowed yeah. down a little bit this year but bro you tripled yeah, your business i mean the environment year. slowed down you know what i mean yeah. like i said there but um ultimately you know we've grown in many different ways um you know, so we're just um, trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's taking slight turns and not trying to do a 360, yep. you know, or 180. It's uh, Figuring out how to course correct. Yeah, pretty yep. much, you know, and just running with it. You know, you got to try things out. Okay, we're going to implement this for a week. We'll see how it does, get feedback off of it. Okay, great. It works. If it doesn't, we throw it out. You yeah. Know? Dude, respect. It's, I, the, it's the busy, boring work, as yeah. one of my buddy calls it. Busy, boring work. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. it's the stuff that catapults you. Yeah, right. And so. it, you never know what's going to be the next thing that catapults you into something. 
No, never know. I mean, the more people you meet, the more opportunities there are. Yeah. Um, you know, I, know. I mean, I know you know a few. I mean, there's a lot of uh, you know real estate agents that are also investing and getting into big multifamily. I mean, uh, I mean Brian Murphy there would just yep. did Anchorage, and yeah. Alaska, or whatever. Yeah. Brian's that, killing it out that's there. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who'd ever thought? Yeah. Um, you know, Brian's a great guy. You know Brian. Yeah, 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 we've done a few roofs for him. I, mean, I nice. would say he's one of our bigger guys that likes to refer us. So. Yeah, I love that dude. He's great. Um, you know, there's, 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 like I said, there's a million. They're good out there. Yeah. So. Dude, thanks for taking the time to do this. Of course, this. thank um, you. What we'll do is in the show description below, so whoever's watching or listening, right below uh, we'll have your links for, like, your website, how to contact yeah. you, or your social media and stuff. Okay. Uh, and I don't know, dude, that's all I have. Do you have anything you want to preach about anything you want to talk about no I'm, i mean i'm i'm really all right i think that was good and uh this was cool entre like an entrepreneurial perspective on starting a business and also like how you scaled successfully uh a business. don't start your business just come work for me yeah 